Hi, welcome to Walking the Path. I'm going to be talking to people who are on a spiritual journey, who want to share with us their experiences about what they've found on the journey. So if you're interested in spirituality and how you can embed it into your life, come and walk the path with me. Okay, so today my guest is Willem von Esch, who is um, not English, as his name suggests. He's a spiritual entrepreneur, and I first came across him when I joined up with a marketing group on the marketing course, and we both ended up in the same group. And we found we had something in common, which was uh, that we both fans of the group Genesis, <laughs> except uh, Willem's a bit more of a fan of uh, Peter Gabriel, and I'm more of a fan of Steve Hackett. So welcome, Willem. Thank you very Thank you. much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, so we're talking about spirituality and the spiritual path. So I'm intrigued to me to find out what the word spirituality means to you, first off. Yeah, I'm very down to earth about spirituality because the, the word is often being misinterpreted by a lot of people who are not so familiar with what it is. And a lot of people think, you know, it's, it's spiritism where ooh, mm -hmm. you see, oh, you know, like in the movie, The Sixth Sense and all that. But that's not not the case, really. That's just, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a tiny aspect of it. But the, in the word Latin, the word spiritum, spirit, means breathing. Mm -hmm. And we all breathe. And that's the basic. So if you concentrate on your breathing, you, you know, that's already a spiritual exercise. And if you're more aware of how you breathe, you will find that you, you get more relaxed. It's how simple it is because, you know, being a, uh, having been an entrepreneur for four decades, and as Chris says, I'm a spiritual entrepreneur, a lot of people say, well, I'm too down to earth for it, too down to earth. And then I say, well, so you drink a bottle of whiskey a day or two or vodka, and then you still call yourself down to earth because then you drift away from who you really are if you if you just numb out like that with artificial uh, fillers, they call it in psychology. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you know, I'm very down to earth about spirituality. And as I said, if you if you just uh, think of your breathing, you become conscious of breathing deeper, then you're already doing a spiritual exercise. So, you know, no big deal. Mm. So has um, spirituality always played a part in your life? Yes, yes, because when I was a, a boy, I, uh, I already knew, I could sense that um, there's more between heaven and earth than we conceive it to make it eyes, so to speak. And I was already in awe of the sunrise, you know, when I was a kid, you know, the sun beautiful, but the mm. sun gives us life and energy. So tell me about the people that you've met on, you, on your spiritual path. Are there any people that stand out to you now you look back on it? Is anybody who particularly influenced your thinking? Yes, because I was, uh, you know, I, I, grew, I grew up in, uh, you know, religion is an aspect. It can be an aspect of spirituality. It necessarily not has to be, but I respect religion. And, you know, the original word religion means religare. It means uh, experiencing. So that's really far from doctrines and, and dogmas, I think. But, you know, the purity of it could be that you experience good things. And so, but when I grew up with uh, with the church and in, uh, in the Netherlands, and uh, and then I, I I wanted to look further because a lot of the dogmas and doctrines I wasn't uh, they were keeping me small, and uh, you know uh, because there are a lot of, of people on earth, and not everybody uh, goes to heaven if they're not in the church, and I don't believe that, of course. So 
there's more to it, you know. And so I started to, on my path of searching. And then I also came to Asia and, uh, you know, I studied uh, all the religions actually also to find out what's the common denominator. denominator. Mm. And through my, uh, my quest, I, uh, you know, I met a master from in the West and in the East. And, you know, I was in the same room with the Dalai Lama and the Dalai Lama to me is a spiritual leader, mm. not necessarily yeah. the representative for uh, Buddhism, you know. He is a spiritual mm. leader, and he also yeah. says that. And uh, and when I when I met, met when I was with him, you know, uh, when I was with him in, uh, in I, I was I was in tears because he is so sweet. This man is just mm. a wonderful man, and he's and, and that um, when I see an interview of him, I'm in awe. I'm in bliss. And I met other people from India. You know, and the Buddhism started in India, but uh, he lives in India again because he was, yeah. Jindu, you know, he was exiled. And, uh, mm. and uh, you know, I met people there and uh, uh, they are much more open about that, I believe, than, uh, than they are in the West it's because of the, the intellectual part in the West. People, uh, you know, Indian masters call it the mistake of the intellect, mm. where they think that the ratio is the highest thing there is. Mm, yeah, yeah, and and there, and there is you missing the point there because you know your 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 brain is just a computer. It's all about the heart, the heart, you know. And if mm. you can connect the heart with with the brain, that they start to be one together, then you have something happening. Because I learned from masters that the heart is enlightened, and it's all about the heart, even in business, you know, and. Not everybody will agree with me, but just try it. You know, I would say mm -hmm. I, I would invite the people who are watching this who are not so familiar with these things, uh, you know, to check it out. Yeah, I, th I think you think you're right. Um, people know instinctively when they're not actually working from the heart because they know that there is a, a discord there, and they feel it, but they may not be able to identify what the cause cause of that is. And, and so it, this is part of the path, isn't it? That you, you are following a path to work, work out what the cause of uh, the problems are, <laughs> if you see yeah. what I mean. Disconnect between the heart and the mind is, is one of these. I blame, personally, I blame Descartes for that in, in the West and his uh, duality, having the idea that the mind is separate from the body has created a lot of problems for us because we end up treating the body with things and we should be treating the mind. Right. So that's quite quite a similar thing, isn't it? It is, uh, right mm -hmm. on. And uh, I think it, you know, it's part of our job, Chris, uh, to help people to, uh, to become more aware of it, and that they can feel that you can have a much better life that way, much more fulfilling, mm -hmm. much more loving, and much more relaxing. Yes, um, my husband is uh, not your average spiritual person, but very spiritual still, um, and says that uh, if you do, if you if you love what you do, you will never work a day in your life again. Yep. Because uh, he just, what he does is what he loves. And you know, he doesn't have the discord that some people do, that switch off at five o'clock and go home and do something else. You know, because it, it, it's all him and he's, he's being fully him when he does what he does. Even if it is sitting in front of a computer all day, that's his passion, that's his love. So uh, I pass that on to a lot of people who wonder what uh, you know oh i don't want to be here i want to do what i love and that's um 
a re one of the reasons why I went on that course with you because I want to attract people who are dissatisfied and who want to do what they love because I do believe that I can help them um, get into that. Yes, I know that you uh, you do that and uh, I know you are, are very capable, uh, you know, and, and when we do what, you, what we love, like your husband says, yeah, I, uh, then you're just in the flow and you're just doing it. And it's, uh, you know, you if you do something that you don't love, and you, you want to go into something that you love, then yeah, do it, you know, with baby steps, I learned, because you cannot just uh, throw something for 100 feet and think uh, that you are hitting uh, the mark that way. No, those are just three foot tosses, I, re I, I learned, just little steps, because mm. you, know? mm. you can lean into it that way. And then, you know, a transformation into what you really love to do, yeah, takes some time. And I also believe that's a spiritual transformation, really. Because if mm. you do what you love, you know, you, uh, you, you, you're getting away from stress and all those things that resistance, because all resistance mm. is not, uh, you know, it's not necessarily good for you. Mm. That's right. Although I was, I was talking to you the other day, you were talking about the what has happened to you before you arrived at, at this point, if, if you like. So would you, would you like to tell my listeners your story about how you arrived to where you are today? Yeah, well, when you know, I I come from a, a a business people family. You know, my father and my grandfather, and uh, you know, brothers and all that. And and I thought if I just be like other people when I was young, when I was a teener, a teenager, and a and an adolescent, I thought then I will be uh, happy. And uh, so I, I stay small uh, in a way, and I dr I drink and I smoke like everybody else. And that's what I did. And, uh, and I paid a very high price for that. You know, I, I almost uh, died for because of that and uh, of that behavior. Mm. Um, and uh, and I, I, it was good that I have, have always had a keen interest for, other, for new things. So uh, finally, I found uh, a way to get rid of that and not drink anymore and not smoke anymore and all destructive behavior. Uh, and that's how I became successful as an entrepreneur. Uh, I lived all over the world, you know, and I did that because I wanted it. And I, uh, I think because of my spiritual practice, I have a, a better manifesting power, as you call it. So you have the ability to manifest things in your life where you can really, uh, you know, you cannot do everything, but you can do anything, you know, if, when you choose. And I chose to, uh, to live in other countries and learn other things. And I chose uh, to become a coach and uh, what I'm doing now, you know, to help people move forward and uh, especially uh, business people, entrepreneurs. And, uh, you, you know, so, yeah, that's a very fulfilling uh, way to do it. But I, I also know where I came from, you know, in the so I, I have the empathy I feel for other people who are still in that phase of, well, I have to conform to society. So I have to hang in the pub every day. And then I'm an accepted citizen. And at the, at the same time, while your health is deteriorating, and I don't want to preach because I'm not against alcohol, but you know, that's not the point here. But my point is that, that I'd like to encourage you to grow. And you know, then all the destructive aspects in your life will fall away. And that, that's how I see it personally. That's because of my own experience. I'm not against alcohol. I'm not against smoking. Everybody's welcome to do that. You know, uh, it's not that I'm, uh, but it's not uh, my cup of tea anymore. <laughs> Italy. Yeah. 
yeah, and I certainly don't drink as much as I used to. I just lost the taste for it, and it's not nothing that I've consciously decided to do. It's just not me anymore. I, I think that's the direct result of the, the path that I chose to follow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at my list of questions for you. And there's there's one thing that I, know I did want to ask you, which was about organised spiritual development. Um, have you undertaken any sort of organised spiritual development? Yes, yes, I, uh, I have. I have learned a lot of things. I have a, a, a toolbox, but one of the things that I did is I, uh, I studied spiritual psychology in Los Angeles in the, at the University of Santa Monica. Right. It's very well known for that. And, yeah. Uh, I graduated there, you know, in 1993, and uh, and that gave me an organized way, really, for also to help other people, and helping myself. And then in 2007, I did an extra year there, in Los Angeles, in Santa Monica, uh, and it's called that. That year was called, is called the Consciousness, Health, and Healing. So the interconnectedness of of consciousness and how you heal and how, how you become complete, so to speak. And, uh, and the health, you know, the overall health, mental, physical, emotional health and spiritual health even, and uh, not even as part of it. So that, that's why I, I learned to organize. And I did uh, a lot of uh, other healing uh, education. Like uh, I studied with a uh, shamanic healer from, in, from the Incas from yeah. Peru. Wow. And but then without the uh, ayahuasca because uh, that is yeah. in uh, you you know because you can go to a higher state of awareness without drugs and I call mm. that yeah, yeah. drug and and there are a lot of schools in Peru that are also not using these things so I did that mm. and I did uh, many other things and some of that uh, you know I don't disclose because uh, mm. uh, it's like uh, you know. Uh, it's something that I disclose in person to people. No, no, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Oh, it, it's, um, I've been thinking and talking to some people about um, shamanic um, journeys and things like that. It's something I've always done. Um, and I didn't actually realise what it was until mm. I started, I came across a book called Reiki Shamanism. Mm. And um, I read it and I thought, well, I'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah, I, it's it's just natural, and I don't actually take any drugs or anything. It, it just happens. Yeah. And uh, I meet people and stars and stuff along the way, and um, then I come back and, uh, and uh, you know, it's all part of me. In fact, um, I we have our spiritual development person, guru, or whatever you want to call him at the centre, called uh, Derek. And um, he has been with me on some of the journeys and taking me out into the galaxy and across the universe and things like that. I just think it's such a cool thing to be able to do because I, I don't have to go to Costa Rica or anywhere to do it. I can just do it at home in my own bed and off I go. It's wonderful. Yeah. The lockdown <laughs> wasn't really bad for us. Well, exactly. Who cares? To add to that, Chris, is that uh, shamanism is everywhere. You know, it's like what you yes. have naturally and you can be in the uk and you can be in siberia where you know you can be anywhere and a lot of the of course the, the indians and the nature people the, the people who live in nature indigenous people they're they're still linked to all the natural healing you know and in the west yeah we have distanced ourselves but 
ourselves, but it's coming back. Yeah. Do you consider yourself to have any spiritual gifts? I, I th I'm humble about it, you know, modest about it, let's say it that way, because uh, you don't uh, you don't need to be, uh, because everybody has those gifts, whether they're mm. dormant or alive, yeah. you know, people can develop them. And so it's not uh, that, you know, because people always think that with the holier-than-thou complex that, mm. you know, that is, you know, because I every human being has it, whether it's dormant yeah. or not. So, yeah. of course, it's the art. How can you develop it? Exactly. Yeah, and this is something that else that we, we do at the centre. So I got distracted from what I wanted to do there, which was, was to bring um, a spiritual development course to the centre, but I ended up doing the complementary therapy courses and bringing that. But it's still on the back burner because I am a, a teacher of spiritual healing and I can teach people how to, how to be a spiritual healer. Eventually, that will come as part of the centre's offering. Well, I'd love to be part of it if there's possible. Oh, thank you. Online, you know, yeah. I'm not traveling to the UK now, but we're not so far away. And even yeah. if we were, but uh, as we talked before the interview, yeah. you know, if I can uh, throw my two pens in, then uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, all worth it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so let's, so we've done the, sort of the review of what you, what you do, where you've been. So the next question is, where do you think you might go next in, exploring spirituality i have no idea good inside <laughs> of me inside of me yeah yeah you know really i mean that's the it's always the best uh, i mean to go within uh, i i shared a little video yesterday where i say you know when you open you want to open doors that are closed for you now any door mm -hmm. literally or figuratively then go go and open the doors inside of you first. And that means, you know, the doors always open to the inside. Mm. They always open to the inside. And then you can open the doors that you wish to open and you think are not open yet, figuratively or close uh, or literally. Mm. So, uh, you know, my next, my next destination is because it's uh, an ongoing process is, uh, is what can I explore more? And uh, I don't know what, what that will bring me, you know, but it, I know it will only be nice. Yes. <laughs> yes, it will. I asked that question because some, some people think, oh, I've done Buddhism, now I'm going to look at our Hinduism. And, you know, it's sort of become a, like, I've done that already. a butterfly. You know, they, yeah. they think, oh, yes, I'll explore this now and I'll go off over there and do that. Without Sometimes without actually integrating what they've learned, the truths that they've learned when they've looked at these things, these thoughts, if you like, systems, Right. Um, I, th I think you have to integrate things before you, you do before you can move on. I agree. I agree, Chris, because there is a you know the intellectual knowledge for somebody who is looking for, let's say, for spirituality. The intellectual knowledge comes first, but then the integration needs to take place. Because if people stay stuck in the intellectual knowledge, they don't have the experience nor the integration. Then. Uh, yeah, it's just nice to talk about it at the coffee table, at the dinner table, but it's not really experiential. Mm. And uh, exactly what you say, Chris, it's the experiential, uh, the integration, that is, that's the thing. That's the, let's say, mm. the, that is the, yeah, that's the, be yeah. The, be the best gift you can get for yourself. And, yeah, and, and that is the path, isn't it? The, the spiritual path is sort of integrating everything that we all our experience in, into our into our beings beings and um, so we can take it on now whether you believe in 
multiple lives or reincarnation or whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, personally, I believe that uh, I actually ask that I don't have any more lives. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I certainly don't want to come back to Earth in the next one. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, so, so I just want to be, I've, I've done it all by the time I leave this Earth. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. and, uh, because you became your own master you know yeah. and uh, and that's yeah. the whole uh the goal of the masters that that we learn from uh you know they all uh, encourage us to be our own master and, yes. uh, and that was happening and that is the integration and uh yeah it's just uh, uh it's a beautiful process yeah yeah and uh, i encourage everybody who's on the, the spiritual path to think about what they've learned and how it goes into their their makeup as a person as a human being while they're on this earth and because that's surely that is the point of doing it that we put it into practice you know yes. and try and make people's lives better around us yes for ourselves and for our surroundings and for our fellow humans absolutely and uh, as you know it's the road less traveled there's also a book that's uh, written years ago about that by M. Scott Peck in the United mm. States, I think. Yeah. And uh, The Road Less Traveled, and that book was written 30, 40 years ago. But it's still The Road Less Traveled mm. today. Mm. So, uh, you know, it's also, uh, I believe, it's versus mainstream, you know, when we talk about music, you have mainstream music that everybody, uh, mm. you know, chooses and listens to on the radio, but then you also have The Road Less Traveled, also in, in music, in art, mm. but also on, on this path of life. And, uh, you know, mm. and so, yeah, and it will possibly stay the road less travel, but uh, because it's not too busy on that road, but that gives us all more space to grow. <laughs> yeah, that's true enough. And, and we still haven't talked about Peter Gabriel yet, have we? <laughs> yeah, Peter Gabriel, uh, I love, the, I love uh, his work and uh, I don't know him personally, so I, mm. you know, uh, but I followed, when I was a kid, I followed uh, the old Genesis with Peter Gabriel. Yeah. And then I followed Peter Gabriel when he went on his own. Mm. And uh, to me, everything he was singing, oh, that's for me. He's singing that for me. This is amazing because I yes. was getting between the lines and it was a good exercise for me to learn English, you know, and right. to go through all the lyrics. Yeah. And, uh, and that has, has inspired me. And, uh, yeah, you know, Peter Gabriel is a, is a big, great artist. You know, yes, love, yes, he is. Love, love. Yeah, wonderful. I learned a lot yes. from him just mm. by, by his lyrics. It's just amazing. Yes. Yeah, he put, he put his... Um money where his mouth is as well with um womad and um bringing forward other artists that we might not have known about in the west bringing them into our consciousness and yeah. i think we owe him a great debt for that alone yeah he 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 has that consciousness of yeah and uh, you know that is you 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 see it you can sense it through everything he does yeah yeah yes and of course the other genesis members too they're also of course great people yes <laughs> Yeah, well, we seem to have come to the end. Willem, thank you so mm-hmm. much for talking to me today. I know I will talk to you again and we'll be in touch. We'll keep in touch. Thank you, Chris. We've come to the end of the path for today. If you'd like to support the podcast by sponsoring it, please get in touch. Or you can visit our website 
www.amethystcentre.com or our Patreon or Facebook page for Walking the Path. See you next time.